Hello, and welcome to the Embassy City Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Now here's Pastor Tim. Can you give Jesus a victorious praise in this place? Come on, somebody. Has he done anything for you? Come on, just give him praise according to your faith in this place. Give him praise in this place. Oh, Lord. Hey, we made it. 21 days. Some of y'all are so weak, you can barely lift a hand. <laughs> we made it 21 days, and I just want to say how proud I am of you if you hung for a few days. Praise God. If you hung the full 21 days, praise God. But I'm telling you, if you have taken some time to fast and pray, I guarantee you God did something in your life. And I can't wait to hear about all the testimonies and all the good things that has happened over the last 21 days. It feels good in the house, uh, which is dangerous for me because it means I probably will preach. Okay, you said it. All I need is two or three people, y'all know, it's, and it's over. <laughs> uh, if you are a guest with us, we want to say welcome to Embassy City Church. We're so delighted that you are here. This is your first time. Make yourself at home. For all those that are watching online, thank you for joining us, and those that are in the overflow, thank you for being here. I know that the parking lot is full, but that's a good problem because it means that people are wanting to get into the house of God. And I believe that God is going to miraculously provide for us to build a parking lot right here on this field. I just, I just feel full of faith. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I'm believing for right now because there's faith in the house. So if you need something from the Lord and you've been believing God for something, today is the day that your faith goes to the next level. I better preach. All right, Jeremiah chapter 17, the book of Jeremiah chapter 17. We're wrapping up our series that we've called All In. And has anybody been blessed over the last couple of weeks? Good. All right, Jeremiah chapter 17, verse number seven. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when the heat comes. Oh, that's a message right there. And does not fear when the heat comes for its leaves will remain green. And is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. I want to take my topic today from the beginning of verse number eight. He is like a tree planted. Somebody say planted. Yes. That's what I'm going to preach today. Simply planted. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful, so thankful to be in your house. I pray in the next few moments as we dig into your word and we consider your word that you would give us ears to hear, a heart to receive, and a mind to understand what the Spirit would say. Thank you for these last 21 days that we got to spend in fasting and prayer. And I pray, Lord, that we would see the fruit of it. Do what only you can do. Move as only you can move. We give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor because you're worthy of it. In Jesus' name. And everybody say, Amen. One more time, give Jesus some praise in this place. Oh boy. I feel like something explosive can happen in here. Your expectation sets the stage for God to move. Whatever you expect from the Lord, God is able to exceed that expectation. If you expect a little bit, God will do a little bit more than the little bit that you expected. But if you expect a lot of it, God will exceed that a lot of it. So whatever you came needing from the Lord, I dare you just to raise your expectation 50% and see what, because we serve a God who's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, 
above all that we ask or think or imagine God is able to exceed that. Let me get into that's a whole different sermon. That was free. Let me ask you this. How many in this place, this is the year that you want to go all in? You want to go all in. How many would say that this is the year that I want to experience growth in my life? Come on now. How many would say that this is the year 2024 is the year of fruitfulness in my life? I'm ready for some fruit in my life. Well, I'm about to give you the strategy on how to do it. So if you take a note, you want to write this down. Two things in the kingdom of God, in the economy of God, two things that you need to do, and only two things that you need to do in order to have a growing and fruitful life. Y'all ready? You got to die, and you got to be buried. (laughs) Y'all thought I was going to give you like a beautiful strategy. No? In the kingdom of God, Nothing grows without first dying and being buried. In fact, Jesus exemplified this to us. Because do you know, there was no resurrection without first a death and a burial. In fact, Jesus taught us that in order to ascend, you must first descend. And I know in our culture, we talk a lot about growth. We talk about growth models and growth strategies, and there are books for growth and 10x everything. I 10x this and I 10x that. But in the kingdom of God, the only strategy we have for growth is dying. In fact, let me say it this way a call to fruitfulness is a death sentence. (laughs) Let me say it again a call to fruitfulness. It's really a death sentence because this is how Jesus put it in John chapter 12, verse number 24. He says, I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat is planted in the soil and dies, it remains alone, but its death will produce many new kernels, a plentiful harvest of new lives. Many people want to grow, but nobody wants to die. Everybody wants to see a miracle, but nobody wants to be sick. Everybody wants to be on the come up, but nobody wants to be on the low low. You can't come up unless you're low. Growth begins with planting. God has determined since the beginning of time that trees are to come from the ground. In fact, the Bible says that when God created everything, the Bible says that he made vegetation and the trees to come up out of the ground, right? So so trees that come up from the ground bear fruit. And within the fruit, there are seeds. And seeds contain the vision for growth and more fruits. But unless a seed is planted... The vision for growth and fruitfulness remains in the seed as latent potential. The unwillingness to be planted only delays the potential for growth. Oh, somebody should be writing that down. I will. The unwillingness to be planted only delays the potential for growth. Here's what's interesting to note in the Bible. Uh, The Bible could have used any type of created things to describe or to uh, paint a metaphoric picture of the human being. And yet, throughout the Bible, consistently, human beings are paralleled or compared to trees. And when you think about it, it makes no sense because we think of trees as inanimate objects, but if you realize the life cycle of a tree, you'll see the parallels because a tree begins as a seed, a seed that is planted into the ground. Once the seed is planted into the ground, then the seed begins to germinate. It begins to grow in obscurity and invisibility. 
And as it grows and germinates, it produces sprouts, which then come out of the ground as a stalk, and then the stalk becomes a tree, and then the tree, as the tree matures, then it begins to bear fruit, and the fruit contains within it seeds of latent potential for more trees. Now think about your own life. You started as a seed that was planted in the ovum of a woman. That seed then germinated, became an embryo, then a fetus, and then you were born into the world, but not fully mature yet. You were just born as a stalk. Then you matured into a tree, and as you matured into a tree, now you bear seeds for the potential of reproduction. Now you see why we are compared to trees. And here's the interesting part. Trees need three things to live. Water, oxygen, and sunlight. If you are going to grow in the kingdom of God, you need to be washed by water for the remission of sins. You need the wind of the Holy Spirit, and you need the light of the gospel. It's no wonder that we're compared to to trees. But here's one thing that I have to tell you, because the main ingredient that must remain consistent throughout each life cycle of a tree is that the tree must remain planted. If a tree is plucked from its life life source, it can no longer grow. Now, a tree can be a mature tree, but if you pluck that tree from its source, if you unplant the tree, then it will no longer grow. It will die and suffocate. Now, I want you to look at this Psalm chapter 1, verse number 1, very familiar passage to all of us. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit in each season. Their leaves uh, will never wither and they prosper. Somebody say prosper. Some people always ask, like, is prosperity biblical? The psalmist said so. And they prosper in all things. Now I want you to notice something about this passage of scripture. When the psalmist begins to write about the tree, He says that the trees are planted by the riverbanks. Notice that he doesn't say the trees are placed. There is a significant difference between being placed and being planted. Sometimes things that are placed and things that are planted look the same, but just because a plant is placed in a pot doesn't mean that it's planted. Let me work this a little bit. To be placed, let's define these two words. To be placed means to put in a particular position. It means to put in a particular position. To be planted, though, to plant means to place in the ground so that it can grow. The difference between being placed and being planted is the potential for growth. Many people have placed themselves somewhere and get frustrated that they're not growing. You can't simply place yourself in a marriage and expect it to thrive. You can't simply place yourself at a job and expect to get a promotion. You can't just place yourself in a church and expect to get fed. Why? Because placed things don't grow. Only planted things grow. There are people who are frustrated. They're they're not bearing fruit, but the problem isn't that you're not a tree. The problem is you may not be planted. All right, I, I gotta give you. I gotta give you all this. I knew some people were like, well, "Can you illustrate that for us?" I'm glad you asked. <laughs> look, look at these two. Look at these two plants. If you look at these plants, they look like they're the same. They look like they're the same. They're they're in pots. They look great. They're in the same. They're in the same stage of their growth cycle, and there seems to be no difference at all. But the way that you can tell whether something is planted or placed is by what happens to them when the external environment changes. Because if you're placed somewhere, all I got to do is shake your environment. And you're going to shake loose. Because here's the problem with being placed. If you're just placed somewhere, it's very easy for you to be misplaced. Wow. 
if you're just placed somewhere, it's also very easy for you to be replaced. If you're just placed somewhere, it's also easy for you to be displaced. The problem with being placed versus planted is that anything in your environment can change your status. Here's another problem with place things. Place things like to stand around things that are planted because it gives the illusion that they're planted. And so they use things that are planted to be a prop for them. That's why you gotta check your circle because not everything around you is planted. There are some people around you that are using you as a prop so they can give off the illusion to other people that they're in the same. Oh God. This is why why people that have no money will prop themselves against people that have money so they can look like they have the money. But when the wind comes, there's no sturdiness. The thing about being planted though is that you can shake the environment and the plant don't move. In fact, you can try to pluck them up. (laughs) But you better take the environment with you because they're planted. And when you're planted, you grow. Here's the thing about things. Here's the danger of things that are placed that begin to prop themselves against things that are planted. Over time, what is placed will lean up against the thing that's growing until it leans over. This is why you have to be very careful who you let in your circle. Some people are using you as a prop, and if you're not careful, you'll start leaning in the direction that they're pushing you. The easiest way to tell whether something is planted or placed is time. Because it doesn't matter what stage in the growth cycle you're at. At the point where you become unplanted and you're just placed, guess what happens? Over time, you will shrivel up and die and bear no fruit. How can you tell whether something is planted or placed? Fruits. It is impossible to be planted without going all in. The only way for something that is planted to be moved is for something stronger than it to transplant it. I don't like this church. If you're planted and it's time to go, God will transplant you. I'm talking to somebody on the interwebs right now. When you are placed, you just place yourself wherever is convenient. So the problem is if you place yourself on a platform and you're not planted, when the wind blows and the storm comes and the wind is gonna blow and the storm is gonna come, you can't sustain it, why? Because you are just placed somewhere. You can't place yourself and expect to grow. You gotta plant yourself. You gotta let your roots get deep. So let me ask you this, do you wanna be fruitful? You gotta get planted. Do you wanna grow? You gotta get planted. Do you wanna thrive in life? Then you gotta get planted, you gotta go all in. Yes, when you are planted as a seed, you will live in a period of time in obscurity. And here's the thing, here's the reason why a lot of people don't wanna get planted. It's because when you're actually planted, there are things that are growing that people can't see. But if you wanna grow and you wanna be fruitful, you gotta get planted. So let me tell you, let me give you four reasons to be planted. If you're taking notes, write these down. Four reasons why you gotta be planted. Here's the first reason. Planted means covered. Planted means covered. When you're planted, your roots are covered, and when your roots are covered, things can go crazy around you, but it doesn't affect you. Oh, God. Let me read this, Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 8. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when the heat comes, for the leaves remain green. And is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. When you're truly planted, your root system, your nutrients, gets its source from the ground and not from external environments. 
The way you can tell if something's planted in that place is that they get their life source from where their soil is and not from what's happening outside. And a lot of people will flip and flop and they'll fall down and tumble, why? Because they're not covered. When you're planted, you're covered. When you're planted, you know that your source is not everything around it. You know that your source is in the soil. When you get planted in God, you know that your source is in God. How many can testify that because you're planted, you made it through some things that should have uncovered you? But you made it through the storm. You made it through the rain. You made it through the frostbite. You made it through the circumstance. You made it through the heat. Why? Because you were covered. I'm thanking God that he covered me. The things that should have taken me out couldn't take me out because I was covered. The things that should have made me quit couldn't make me quit. Why? Because I'm covered. The things that, that people said about me should have hurt my feelings, but it didn't. Why? Because I'm Anybody thankful that you're covered? Then give God some praise for covering you. When you're covered, you can go through all kinds of stuff and it doesn't affect your roots. When you're planted, you can go through all kinds of things, but it doesn't, it doesn't affect your life source. Too many people get their life source from external circumstances. That's why they're happy when everything's going right and they're down when everything's going wrong. A tree that is planted knows that there will be seasons of change. But a tree that is planted understands that when the storm is over and the, and the wind is gone and the, and the snow has melted, I'm still a tree. <laughs> because it's covered. But if you're not covered, if you're not planted, this is what the psalmist said in Psalm chapter one, verse four, the wicked are not so, but are like chafe that the wind drives away. The way you can tell whether something's planted or placed is that when the wind blows, it blows them away. And believe me, the wind is gonna blow. Here, here's the second reason why you gotta be planted. Planted means strength. A tree that has shallow roots cannot sustain growth because the weight of their height counterbalances the depths of their roots and they tumble. This is what happens to people who grow visibly tall but have shallow roots. They don't have the strength to weather the temptations of life. So what ends up happening is you fall from grace because your visible growth outgrew your invisible growth. And here's the thing. If you got shallow roots and you're a tall tree, when the wind blows and it knocks you down, it doesn't just take you out, it takes everything around you out. Have you ever seen a tree that's toppled over? It rips up everything that it was attached to, including other trees and other vegetation. When you are rooted and grounded in God, you gotta remember that your growth is gonna be down first before it's up. You gotta grow down before you can grow up. Oh God. But when you do, you have supernatural strength to go through the things. Guess why you made it through that hard circumstance? Because you were planted. And when you're planted, you grow in strength. Some people wonder why they're dealing with big things. Let me tell you, it may not be a trial. It may be just that God has determined that your roots are strong enough to handle some heavy stuff. Because the Bible says that he will not put on you more than you can bear. So if God is putting stuff on me, he knows that I can bear it. There's only two reasons why God's putting heavy stuff on me. He's trying to prove to me that I don't have deep roots or he's trying to prove to me that I do have deep roots. And so I accept things that are heavy. Why? Because I know I'm planted and when I'm planted, heavy things can come in my life and what would have destroyed other trees doesn't destroy me. Why? Because I'm planted and I'm strong. Somebody ought to thank God that you're strong. Oh yeah, you know what tested your strength? That trial that you went through. 2023 tested some of y'all's strength. Some, some of y'all, y'all, y'all's marriage was in turmoil and God proved to you that you are strong enough to go through that trial. Some of you in your jobs, you thought you were gonna get fired, but you made it through, why? Because you were planted. When you're planted, you become strong. And when you become strong, you can handle more weight. 
Number three. Planted means growth. When you're planted in good soil, you will grow. Why? Because that's the nature of a tree. A tree is not meant to not grow. So if a tree is not growing, it means there's a problem with the planting. In the economy of God, God has determined that things that are planted will, somebody say will, will, will grow. It's called the law of the harvest. When you sow seed, you sow seed expecting for it to grow. And if it does not grow, that means if there's a problem with the planting phase. Nothing planted will not grow in the kingdom of God. So the question is, why don't I have those opportunities? Why don't I get that? The question is not whether or not God wants to do something in your life. The question is, are you planted or placed? (laughs) But when you get planted, you begin to grow in such a way that people around you will start noticing. Wait a minute. They're maturing. Wait a minute. They're getting bigger. Wait a minute. They're getting stronger. Wait a minute, they're occupying more space. You ever plant something near your house because you think it was gonna stay small? And it begins to grow and now it's starting to mess up your foundation? Somebody underestimated the potential of that tree to grow. Some of you have been planted in areas where people think that you weren't gonna grow. But because you were planted right, you start to grow and when you grow, you start to mess up their foundation. Being planted means you're gonna grow. But here's the fourth and final point. Planted means harvest. Planted means harvest. There's only one reason, and one reason alone, that you wanna be planted. And that's because you wanna see a harvest. How many know that the only reason you plant a fruit tree is because you want fruits. I don't plant a fruit tree because I want flowers. I plant a fruit tree because I want to see fruits. And I believe that in prayer and preparation for this message, I felt like the Lord wanted me to come and tell somebody that you better get ready because this is about to be the year of harvest. This is about to be the year of fruitfulness. I just need two or three people that believe that this is going to be the year where you get your basket ready. You get your bucket ready to start collecting fruits that are gonna grow in your life. I'm telling somebody that you've gone through the storm, you've gone through the rain, you've passed the test, and this is the year, 2024, where your business is about to see a harvest, where your marriage is about to be fruitful, where your children are about to be fruitful where your job is about to see a harvest. Am I preaching to anybody that says, I done been through the storm, I done been through the rain, I've already stood the test of time, I'm ready for some fruits. I may just be preaching to myself. I wish I had a mirror, I'd look in the mirror and just preach to myself and tell myself, Tim Rivers, this is the year for harvest. This is the year for breakthrough. This is the year for change. This is the year for direction. This is the year where God begins to give me stuff. I'm rooted, I'm planted, and I'm expecting the harvest. Some of y'all are like, uh, I don't know. But some of y'all, y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You done been through the pain of going, planting down. You done went through the season of growing down and now you're ready to grow up. You done went through the season of having to cut your teeth, being in obscurity and invisible, but now is the season where God starts pulling you up for your visibility. You've served long enough in invisibility, now God's about to make you shine. God's about to reveal you. God's about to make it possible for you to reach a harvest. Somebody give God praise for a harvest. If you don't expect it, you can be quiet. But if there's anybody that expects that this is the year of breakthrough and miracles and signs and wonders and fruits, give God some praise. 
ready for apples and oranges and grapes and plums and, and peaches. I'm ready to start seeing some fruit in my life. I'm ready to start seeing a harvest in my life. God, I stayed planted. When everybody walked away, I stayed planted. When everybody gave up, I stayed planted. When everybody said it's over, I stayed planted. And because I planted, give me my fruits. Give me my fruits. Am I preaching to anybody? It's time for your marriage to start seeing some fruits. It's been barren long enough. It's time to start eating some apples. This is exactly why when God told the children of Israel to go into the promised land, he said, the way I'm going to prove to you that this is for you, snatch some of their fruits. <laughs> he could have snatched it. He, he could have said, go get some gold, go get some silver, go get some, go get the, go precious stones. No, God said, go grab them fruits. Because when you see that fruits, that's when I'll tell you, that's the potential for more fruits. Why does God give you fruits? So you can eat. I'm starving. I'm ready to eat. That's why I expect the harvest this year. I'm hungry. Anybody hungry in here? I'm hungry. I'm ready to eat. I need fruits. You ever seen somebody that's hungry? Listen, if you're full, you're nice and prim and proper. But if you're hungry, you'll walk up to anybody at the gas station. I'm hungry. You lose all dignity. You lose your prim and properness. You, you lose your swag. Why? Because you're hungry. Because you're desperate. Because you know, if I get some fruit and I eat, I'm going to get more strength. And when I get more strength, I'm going to be more lethal. And when I get more lethal, the enemy better be in trouble. I got my bucket out this year. And I got my bucket right up underneath my tree. I done seen the fruit bud. Now I'm ready for that fruit to mature and drop in this bucket. So that I can eat. Anybody ready to eat this year? You've been growing long enough. It's time to eat. It's time to eat. It's time to make some apple pie with the... God gives you fruit so you can eat. But he also gives you fruit so that you can feed somebody else. God gives you fruit so you can eat, but God also gives you fruit so that you can share it with somebody else that may be hungry. I didn't even ask him to take a fruit. But he was so desperate to eat. He's so hungry. He said, I'll eat your fruit. Let me tell you, this is why, when I, when I believe, let me tell you how the kingdom of God is built. God could, if he wanted to, supply every need miraculously. He could right now provide all of the cash, all of the money to make this thing run. But instead, God has chosen to raise up trees that produce fruit, that feeds them, and then, the, and then their fruit feeds others. You know why? This is what I do. When, when, I, look at, when I look at our parking lot, I wasn't planning on doing this. When I look at our parking lot being so full and I look at that empty field, you know what I pray for? I pray, God, open up the windows of heaven and let every single person that's in this place begin. Bro, I wasn't even planning on doing this, but I'm going to put it down. I'm just preaching in faith. I'm just preaching in faith. I'm just preaching in faith. That if God gave you fruit, somebody else is going to eat up off that fruit. Here's what I do. When I believe that God's going to bless this church, I pray for you to be blessed. I pray for you to prosper. Because when you prosper, the kingdom of God will prosper. Somebody give God praise right now. Somebody give God praise right now. There's fruit dropping. Somebody give God because whatever's dropped in here, God's getting ready to multiply it. Harvest is 
is coming. Somebody give God praise for harvest. season of supernatural harvest. I wish somebody would hear me preaching. The devil's been lying to you long enough, telling you that you're a fruitless tree. But God sent me here to tell you that the fruit is budding and the fruit's about to drop. You've been in a dry season long enough, but you're about to experience. You've been shaken, but you remain planted. You went through a hard time, but you remained planted. You almost got divorced, but you remained planted. You almost left that job, but you remained planted. And because you did, God's blessing you. Come on, somebody give God praise for what's happening right here. fruit and your fruit shall remain. God has determined to build his kingdom to the prosperity of its members. I didn't ask y'all to do this. But if you did, it's because you were led by the Holy Spirit. And that's how the kingdom of God is built. Because your fruit is meant to feed you, but it's also meant to feed the kingdom of God. Here's the third stage. And our third reason why you bear fruit is so that you can replicate more fruit trees. I don't know if y'all caught this. Come, grow, go. Come get planted, grow in faith, and start spitting out seeds. Oh my God. What is happening right now? I'm trying to land the plane, but I can't. We're still up in the air right now. What are you doing, God? What are you doing, God? I feel like prophesying to somebody and telling you that this is the year. You stayed planted because you stayed planted and faithful. God's about to show you the reason why you stayed planted. You could have given it up. You could have thrown in the towel, but you didn't. And because you didn't, harvest is coming. I don't usually do this, but let me... A couple weeks ago, I preached on vision. And I told you the story about the blind man coming to Jesus and Jesus touching this man's eyes. And then having the audacity to ask him, do you see anything? And I'm a Bible student. I love the word of God. I ponder the word of God. And when I read that story, after I preached it, I wasn't satisfied because I'm still wondering why would Jesus give this man a half healing? We don't find any recorded instances of this happening. Every time Jesus healed somebody, they were immediately healed. 
why would Jesus give somebody a half healing? <laughs> then as I pondered it, I realized what the man saw when his eyes were touched. When Jesus said, do you see anything? He said, I see people as trees. And I can't help but wonder if Jesus was playing a little game with him. I wonder if Jesus said, didn't say, hey, you know what? For this one, I'm going to let him see the way I see. Because I see people as trees. Isn't this the reason why Jesus said that you shall know them by their he also said, if a tree doesn't bear fruits, it shall be cut down and hewn into the fire. Over and over, Jesus kept saying, the way I see people, you may see them as a person that just grew up in this neighborhood. You may see them as somebody who's living in obscurity. You may see them as this, but I see them as trees. This man saw people the way Jesus sees us. The only problem was, the man said, there are like trees walking. That was the problem. Jesus said, if you're going to be a tree, I need you to be a tree that's planted. Why? Because if you're a tree that's planted, you will begin to bear fruit. And if you're not bearing fruit, I got to touch your eyes. Because you can't. You're a tree. The question is, are you planted or placed? This is the year to go all in to get your roots down, to get your roots down. Don't have another option. Quit, quit talking about other options. Plant yourself. If you feel like the Lord has led you to Embassy City Church, plant yourself. If the Lord hasn't led you to Embassy City Church, yourself where the Lord is leading you because the only way for you to be fruitful is for you to be and the, the, the thing I pray for every individual is that you are planted so when the, the storm comes and the wind blows you will not fall over I don't want to just go in a little bit I want to go ankle deep waist deep all the way in not just ankle deep waist deep all the way in not just ankle deep, waist deep, all the way in. Not just ankle deep, waist deep, but all the way in. Not just ankle deep, waist deep, all the way in. Somebody say, not just ankle deep, waist deep, all the way in. Not just ankle deep, waist deep, but all the way in. Some of y'all been on the periphery for too long. It's time to learn how to swim. It's time to get in the deep end. It's time to plug the nose, hold your breath, and jump in. It's time to get in the deep waters. Deep is calling out the deep right now. There's some people that are going to stay on the shallow end. Don't let people that are placed keep you in shallow. That's right. Go deep. Get planted. It's for you. This is the year of harvest. This is the year of breakthrough. If you believe that, give God some praise in this place. Give him an expected type of praise. Give him an expected type of praise. Come on, give him an expected type of praise. I'm ready for harvest. I'm ready for breakthrough. I'm ready for fruit. I'm ready to eat. I'm ready to give. I'm ready to sow. Somebody give God praise in this place. Tell them this is the year for my fruitfulness.
Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, this is the year for my harvest. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, this is the year where I get planted. Look at him and say, neighbor, I'm not done. I'm not finished. I'm just getting started.
Jesus, we seal your word in our hearts. I pray, God, that if there's anybody in this place that's watching online that's just been placed, I pray that today they would make up their mind to get planted. I mean, really planted. Father, I thank you for all those who have sown whatever is in here it's but divine invitation Lord this was not in my plans this is not anything of my doing it is of your doing and so right now God we lift all of this up and we say multiply it as you did the fish and the loaves so that you can feed more of your children I thank you Lord God for what you're getting ready to do It's about to be a year of growth, of harvest, of favor. And I pray, Lord God, that every individual that's in this place, that they would experience supernatural growth from being planted. That you would bless them at their jobs. That you would bless their businesses. That you would bless their employers. That you would bless their homes. That you would bless their children that you would bless their their environment, that you would bless their vehicles, that you would bless everywhere that they put their feet, that you would bless it. Help us to walk in that type of favor. We trust you for it. We believe you for it because you're worthy. And we're giving your name the praise in Jesus' name. And everybody shout amen. One more time, give Jesus some praise in the place. Thanks for listening today. If this message spoke to you in any way, please subscribe in your favorite podcast app and leave a review too. We would like to connect with you. For past messages, updates, and more, please visit embassycity.com. You can watch live on Sundays and view past messages on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash Church. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Embassy Irving. If you'd like to support more of what we're doing, you can give online at embassycity.com or text embassycity, all one word, to 77977. We pray you have a great week. Thanks for listening today.